And that's the big mistake that most people make. See, same, same is lame. And most businesses say, well, here's our strategy. We're just going to be a good business. And people will talk about that. But that doesn't happen. People don't talk about good. They talk about different. Welcome to Beyond Speaking with Brian Lord. He's got no clue. I just burnt down his house, man. Everybody came in the shop and said, you should be a basketball player, right? You kind of run around telling everybody else, like, you should be a golfer, you should be this, you should be that. (laughs) A podcast featuring deeper conversations with the world's top speakers. I'm Brian Lord, and on the show today, we have social media guru Jay Baer, as he shares how to truly create word-of-mouth marketing through talk triggers, the two choices every business must make to change their future, and why you absolutely have to go to Holiday World. Last week, we shared John O'Leary's incredible story of survival from a fire that left him with burns over his entire body. So make sure to check out that episode after this week's podcast with Jay Bear. Jay started his own internet media consulting and training company, Convince and Convert, back in 1994, and has worked with over 700 companies, including Nike and even U.S. Senator John McCain. So I started off the interview by asking him where his entrepreneurial spirit came from. Well, I'm a I'm a um, fifth generation entrepreneur myself. My my father, my grandfather, my, you know, when I was a kid, it wasn't like if you were going to start a company, it's when and what kind. It's just sort of the way it was always expected to be. And so my son, yeah, is very much an entrepreneur. He started his own fashion label and and designs hoodies and, and, and t-shirts and shorts and those kind of things. And also does a lot of, um, which is a business that didn't exist when we were kids. He does a lot of flipping. So he will go buy uh, very expensive, ludicrously expensive uh, sweatshirts and limited edition sneakers and those kind of things, and then sell them to somebody in Indonesia five minutes later for a huge markup. He just knows that business really well and spends almost every waking minute just on Instagram knowing everything about that industry. What has he gotten from you in order to do that? Well, I think permission to take risks. I think the uh, the ability to say, hey, everything that you that you get into is a learning experience, even if that particular transaction didn't work out. Uh, and, and just, I think, the the notion that setting your own path and sort of being your own boss, quote-unquote, um, is is not only uh, acceptable, but but is actually perhaps aspirational. Now, you you are someone who loves stories. You've got great stories. And with the Beyond Speaking podcast, that's the big focus uh, You know that I love having. Uh, your new book, uh, Talk Triggers, is coming out. Uh, what what are talk triggers and what is that? What's a, a handle someone can get on about that? Sure. So word of mouth has been around since you know the first caveman recommended a rock to another caveman. It, it, it is to this day the most effective way to, to grow a business. Uh, the research says that that half of every transaction, half of all dollars spent, uh, is is driven by word of mouth. But we don't have a lot of strategies for it. We just sort of assume that people will talk about ourselves and our business. And and so a talk trigger is a strategic operational difference that you purposefully undertake to create conversation. Some might argue that this array of crazy suits that I have is a talk trigger. Uh, as you know, Brian, my business card is a metal bottle opener and has been for 10 years. And, and people say, oh, I got your business card in uh, seven years ago, or I got your business card six years ago, and I keep it in my golf bag, or I keep it in my desk. And like, look, man, if you can tell me where my business card is amongst all of your possessions, instantaneously, my work here is done. Like that is a a word of mouth generator. So uh, all businesses can create 
conversation. All businesses can have a talk trigger that gets their customers to, to tell stories about them, but you have to give them something to talk about. And that's the big mistake that most people make. See, same, same is lame. And most businesses say, well, here's our strategy. We're just going to be a good business. And people will talk about that. But that doesn't happen. People don't talk about good. They talk about different. What, what's a good example of that? So one that uh, I think is the easiest way to understand talk triggers, uh, because everybody's has sort of had a similar experience, is, is Skip's Kitchen, which is a, a very small nine-table hamburger restaurant in Sacramento, California, counter service. You walk in, you place your order, you say, I want two patty melts, two onion rings, two uh, chocolate shakes, and they say, okay. And then they pull out a deck of cards from under the counter, and they fan all the cards out, and they say, Brian, pick a card. And if you pick a card and it's a joker, your entire meal is free. That is the only promotions that Skip's Kitchen has ever done since they opened. Because when people win, and about three people a day win on average, they go crazy. Right? They put it in social media. They call their mom. They're taking selfies with the joker. They're putting it on Yelp and TripAdvisor. It becomes this whole thing. And then, of course, when you're with your friends that night, hey, guess what happened to me today at Skip's? I went there for lunch, and I got the joker, and my whole meal was free. It's, it's this giant word-of-mouth engine. Now, do they have good food? Yeah, actually really good food. They just got named one of the top 30 places for hamburgers in the country. Wow. So they have really good hamburgers, but that's not what generates word-of-mouth. It's not about the hamburgers are so great. It's the joker. So you have a choice in your business, a choice to do things the same or a choice to do things different. And when you choose to do things different, that's what creates word of mouth. Now, I, I'm proudly Hoosier. I'm from Indiana. That's where you live now. I do. I, you have to tell the story of one of the great, all-time great uh, talk trigger companies. At Holiday World. Indiana. One of yeah. the all-time greats. Uh, so... I live in Bloomington, Indiana, which is home of Indiana University. I've been there for about eight years. And 91 miles south of there is a town called Santa Claus, Indiana, which is a curiously named town to begin with. Uh, there's nothing in Santa Claus at all. I mean, it is it is way in the middle of nowhere. It is off. If you said, hey, what's the worst place to put an amusement park? That's the place you would pick. Uh, but despite that, there is a, a amusement park slash water park combination called Holiday World and Splash and Safari. It's family owned and has been for 75 years, a long time, really long time. Now, they have some strategic disadvantages because they're family-owned, right? So A, middle of nowhere. B, they don't have a huge budget because it's, you know, they're not that big. So they can't just, you know, buy all kinds of ads. And then they're independent, right? So they're not part of a corporation. So they don't have, you know, Pixar films. They don't have Harry Potter or Spider-Man. They have Thanksgiving Land and Halloween Land and Christmas Land, which is why it's called Holiday World. But... They have great talk triggers. The two that they use most often work like this. So you walk in, you pay your money, you go through the turnstile, and you see like a little hut. Uh, and 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 right when you get in, you think, oh, this maybe is a restroom, but I don't. That's awfully abrupt to have a restroom right when you walk in. And you get a little closer, and you realize it's not a restroom. It is free sunscreen all over the park. They have free sunscreen stations, what I, I presume to be the the cheapest possible sunscreen. It's North Korean surplus sunscreen. It's not good enough for their people. Uh, but they, they, it is full advantage. People, I mean, you've never seen you've, two handfuls of sunscreen at once. People lubing up there in their hair, top of their feet. I mean, it is a shiny, shiny audience in holiday world because people go crazy for the free sunscreen. And it makes sense, right? Because they don't want people to get sunburned anyway. So you walk in a little further, you see a slightly larger hut. And you think, oh, okay. So this one must be the restroom. Also, not the restroom, Brian. This is a free soft drink station. They have 73 of these throughout the park. It's a lot. They call them the Pepsi Oases. 
and it's free Pepsi, Diet Pepsi, water, Mountain Dew, Gatorade, um, iced tea, et cetera. And people go crazy for it because if you've ever been to an amusement park, anybody listening uh, have ever been to an amusement park, it's like $16,000 for a shot glass of Pepsi. That's what they usually charge or even at a game, right? At anything, right? At even the movies. And, and so to have a free soft drinks in that setting is like a mind blower and people are like guzzling down Pepsi. Um, so that sacrifices some profit for them, obviously, because soft drinks is a big profit item but they do it because of the strength of the talk trigger. So if you go to tripadvisor.com, the travel ratings and review sites, you will find that the number one rated amusement park in America, highest average rating is Holiday World, not Disneyland or Disney World or Universal Studios. And if you look at any of their reviews, every single five-star review mentions, specifically mentions free sunscreen and free soft drinks, right? It's, it's a word of mouth generator that brings people back. So what happens is their customers become marketers. How do you think these people come up with these ideas for these things? Like, I know you're saying it's not just an accident. It's very specific. I don't yeah. know if you talk to people with Holiday World mm -hmm. or Skip's Kitchen. Of course, yep. Um, uh, where did they, like, I'm curious, you know, where yeah. they came up with the ideas, yeah. when and so when Skip's, they realized Skip's it. problem was uh, such a small restaurant, only nine tables. And so they had lines out the door. Um, when they first opened and people were like leaving because the line was too long. And so Skip said, we have to find something that will keep people in line. And the original idea was to put TVs outside, but he's like, nah, it's kind of a hassle. I wonder if it rains. And so just randomly, he didn't have a whole strategy. This was just a random one. It worked out. He's like, well, let's just try this. Got a deck of cards and tried it. And it like instantaneously, here's the funny story about that. We talk about this in the book. The very first person he tried it on won. <laughs> so first time he's like this he's like let's just try this some lady's like 55 you know orders her food he's like hey let's just humor me let me try this new thing first person got the joker so he's like it's a sign right we got to keep it now yeah so that's pretty amazing holiday world was was very intentional the founder of the company uh will cook who's uh, since passed uh said look we need to do something that a uh, is different than people expect and creates conversation. He was really thoughtful about that but b and this is an interesting sort of side story to holiday world is a lot of the complaints that they would get before they rolled this out were, I got sunburned and I got dehydrated. It's an outdoor water park. So not only did they create this amazing word of mouth generator, they solved their two biggest customer service issues at the same time, which is pretty genius. How do other people work on it? Like, I know you do a lot of consulting too. Yeah. When you go in... Yeah. How do you start that process? Yeah, it's, you know, we, I wrote the book, uh, as, as I do all my books, as a reflection of what I'm doing as a consultant. So a little bit different than some speakers or authors, I, A, do things in our consulting business, see a pattern, and then write a speech about it. And then I deliver that keynote uh, a number of times. And if the keynote is successful, then I expand it into a book. So a lot of people do it the opposite, right? They write a book and then write a speech based on the book. I write a speech and then write a book based on the speech. Uh, and so talk triggers, we started to do more and more word of mouth consulting for, for big brands and, and some medium-sized brands as well. And we put together and road tested this process of how you create, test, measure, operationalize 
differences. And, and so based on that schema, uh, we put that into practice now for businesses all the time. And then, and that's reflected in the book. The book has a, a, a you know a whole section on the step-by-step process that you go through to come up with, to discover your differentiator, which is, is much different than just let's sit around a conference table and riff on ideas till we get with one we like. In fact, I will tell you that in most cases, Brian, the people who are the worst at coming up with differentiators for the company are the people in that company. You're too close to it, right? So, so we do a lot of customer interview work and things like that on the consulting side to kind of get at the the, the larger truth uh, and then marry that to to a talk trigger. What kind of questions do you ask customers? So it's interesting. We we were trying to get at two different things. We're trying to get at um, sort of customer journey, customer life cycle. So tell me about all the different ways that you interact with this business. Because every talk trigger has to be hatched at an inflection point. So Skips has the inflection point of when you place your order, right? That's when the talk trigger is launched. Holiday World, when you walk in, you see the sunscreen, right? So you can't just let it lie. You have to insert a talk trigger at a known inflection point that happens for every customer. So that's the one thing we try and get at is let's map the customer journey. And we actually literally do create a map. So we know here are all the places that every customer interacts with the business. And that's sort of the candidates for for when you were going to insert this differentiator. That's the first thing. Second thing is we really try and probe for expectations around the, the customer for that business. So if you got a phone call from a company like this, what would you expect to happen, right? So we're trying to, to to mine for what is normal, what do they feel is average and commonplace? Because once we can identify what they think is average, then we can create something that is decidedly non-average. How does this work for people? Like, can you just apply this to yourself as you're building your own brand, or how does that work? I think so. We we have not done that yet on the consulting side. Uh, I, I have done it for myself, but not through the rigorous process. Um, we are pondering that, that idea of, hey, let's take sort of quote unquote personal branding and and marry that with word of mouth and and talk triggers and, and having that thing that people always talk about. What's interesting is I've, I've done a version of this presentation uh, at the National Speakers Association for speakers and said, look, if you're going to be a speaker uh, in this day and age, and there's a lot of speakers out there because it's the greatest job in the world, you have to have a talk trigger. Otherwise, you are not going to be very successful in this business. So whether it's how you carry yourself on stage or something you do in your presentation, like, you know, Steve Spangler, for example, doing real-time science, you know, in in the room, people are going to remember that. Um, So you've got to come up with something that people are going to remember uh, over and over again. Be sure to subscribe to hear next week's episode where Susan Cain shares the power of introverts in a world that can't stop talking. Thank you for joining us for the Beyond Speaking podcast. Make sure to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen. To learn more, go to beyondspeak.com because adding the ING was too expensive. For this episode of the Beyond Speaking podcast, your technical director, producer, and head Steelers fan was Eric Woody. Your creative director and part-time leprechaun was Travis Franklin. Brian Lord, your host, executive producer, and specialist in speaking about himself in the third person. Additional thanks to special consultant and the pride of St. Paul, Lauren D. of DN Associates. Thank you to the incredible voice talents of the muy profundo Robert Borges. Finally, thanks to the premier founder, Dwayne Ward, CEO Sean Hanks, and CIO Chris Jout, simply because you need to thank powerful people. If you've listened this far, you clearly have nothing better to do, so why not continue on and listen to the next Beyond Speaking podcast?